0: Land Grant Brewing <laughs> Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Right in
1: front. Too. Just make sure to get a bunch <sighs> of still, like all over the mic. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
0: Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University: Beers with the Brewers.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to oh. another exciting episode of Beers with the Brewers podcast presented by Lang Grant University. My name is Eric. I'm the assistant to the general manager in the tap room, and <laughs> you're sometimes podcast hosts. I'm joined here today with one Walt Keyes, creative director.
3: I, I'm taking the week off just riding a uh,
2: co-pilot here. Love it. And I uh, would rather not co-pilot have anybody else be my co-pilot, so that's wonderful. Meredith Miles, our director of communications, is here with us.
0: Just hanging out as a passenger.
1: And in chair four, <laughs> steering the ship, head brewer, Dan Schaefer. Ahoy, I'm Wait, also sh- taking the week off, but nobody knows except for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, is it a ship or is it a plane?
3: It's a, it's a it's craft of some kind. Um, is it a seaplane? So yeah, so we're talking about pen penny round today. We, we recorded this podcast, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Two or
0: three weeks, yeah.
3: And uh, it got eaten by technology and yes. time. Do we think we can pull off an exact word-for-word word reenactment of that podcast? You mean a how- penny round two? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. got him. Hey.
0: I wonder how many beers Dan has had. That's the only way to really answer if that question will um, be answerable or not.
2: Yeah, so unless you're us, you won't know this, but when we recorded this the first time, Dan had come from a beer tasting, and he happened to be
1: uh, uh, doing a beer tasting this afternoon as well. So It was oh. a beer and whiskey tasting, was it not? I, I do not stay for the whiskey portion. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this this afternoon was quality tasting, so it wasn't nearly as joyous you know, or... Um... <laughs> Joyous? Joyish. It was not as joyish or, <laughs> or carefree uh, as the previous session. All right, I don't, just, the way you're speaking tells me something different. I don't know. It Feels
3: like everybody's in a joyous. Attitude you know right what now.
0: is joyous is this beer. To be honest.
3: Yeah, I think we're significantly off track from uh, our previous recording. So I think I'm just going to give up hope that we could uh, <laughs> word for word we're recreate Um, Well, we are
2: talking penny round. It is a dry hopped pilsner. It is delicious, but I'm going to let Dan tell
1: you why. Um, Mostly because it's 5.4% ABV. I'll just (laughs) leave it at that. Um, 30-ish IBUs, uh, so mosaic, citra, halota blanc, uh, CTZ for bittering. Um, So the the concept for this is um, kind of if you took a... West Coast IPA and just dialed it back and uh, brewed it as a lager. That's essentially what we did. Um, you probably don't get all of, uh, the sort of smack you in the face tropical aspects of those hops that you normally would, um, but um, it's, it's mostly kind of a, I don't know, a generic citrus, I would say. That doesn't sound quite as exciting <laughs> to call it a generic citrus, but it's it is, it is citrusy.
0: It's um, universal citrus. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's,
1: there's sometimes when you get a citrusy flavor in a beer and you're like, is that orange grapefruit, lemon? And you just say yes.
0: That's why you say citrus, right? It's the catch-all it's of the citrus fruit.
1: We try to be accurate around yeah. here. I like so, it. So, yes. Yeah. Just um, cover your bases. The, the Hallotau Blanc is really nice. You do get, like, um, maybe not the, the full-on kind of Chardonnay grape thing that you normally get from that, but it, it provides a nice little uh, hop sweetness without making the beer sweet. And um, Mosaic doing its mosaic thingy um, in the background. Um, sort
0: of. And it's not lost on us that this penny round tile inspired beer does contain mosaic hops. Look at that. Like we planned it. It all comes <laughs> together.
1: But yeah, no, the, the the malt base is all there. Just kind of crackery, bready goodness um, with this, this really nice hop character floating above it and with a nice, um, got a nice crisp, crisp finish, enough of a, a hop bite to sort of clean your palate and um, beg you to come back for more. So I this has say, been uh, crushed with uh, impunity in the, uh, yeah. in the brewery.
0: And I don't know what about it right now. It's very cold.
3: It's mm-hmm. very cold. It yeah. is, that, it's, it uh, is like, it's our proprietary oof, cooling is system here.
0: Hit, like it hits... Always, anyway, but I don't know why. The, I think it's the extra frigid temp to it that's really pulling me in.
2: It's a great like baseline standard beer. Like it's a great go-to. I can drink this beer all day long, not to get our high ourselves here. But I think it's delicious. I think you guys crushed it. But Dan, back in the brewery for a dry-hopped pilsner, I I like this more than pool party. I'll say it.
3: Ooh. Yeah, there's something about it. Like uh, I, you know, I like pool party. I don't typically reach for the for the pilsners. It's not my like go-to. But this beer for whatever reason, has really, uh, I don't know. It's shaking you to your core. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Who it's made me rethink you? everything. <laughs> you know what? It made me rethink the tile in my bathroom. and made know. me rethink what kind of beer I like. Um, but no, there's something about this beer. That's really just like, it scratches my edge for, uh, for a hoppy beer, but also just a really clean and easy drinking beer. That's mm-hmm. really refreshing. Um, you know, I I, I know that this is, this is obviously a winter release for us, but man, it'd be interesting if this came back around in the in the dead of summer. I bet this would be really good then as well. If only there was a way to make that happen.
0: Do we know anybody? There's not. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know a guy?
2: Well, should we get right into crushability? It sounds like we're all kind of dancing around it. Uh,
0: I have an idea about crushability. Oh, let's hear it. I think we should, on the count of three, all say our crushability rating and just see if we can get a bell ringer unified answer. Oh, wow. Okay. Groundbreaking.
2: I think I know where you're trying to
3: go with this, but I'm a little nervous. This, I is don't like a, a re, this is it's like this a reenactment speech? of every day at breakfast <laughs> at my house where June and Margot say to each other, okay we're both gonna say and they say something dumb like princess we're both gonna say princess at the same time and they go princess and then they go jinx and then one of them can't talk until someone says their name and I'm like you guys don't you're not really grasping yeah. the spirit of jinx in that it's a sort of spontaneous and unplanned mm-hmm. thing and therefore why it? but anyway yeah. Well,
0: no one's allowed to say jinx after we say anything because then the podcast would just be dead air. Oh, so. true.
3: Well, then only one person can't talk. <laughs> that's true. Well, maybe you'll, you'll be lucky, and it's stuff. me. Um, all right. So, uh, so what we're gonna do? All right. So, how are we gonna do this? Count it down. Like three, like a two, three,
0: one. one. Answer. So three, two,
3: one. Go. Yeah. It's got to be go because if somebody says one, then it's like one one. It, it won't make sense. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So three, two, one.
0: Then you answer. Then okay. you answer. All
3: right. I don't think anyone's gonna say one. <laughs> You say one, possibly. you're off this podcast forever.
2: <laughs> all right. Three, two, one, six. six. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, let's ding that bell. This hey, is a 6 crusher. Look at that. What no f- question about fun... it. Honestly, it's a seven crusher. Really. <laughs> what a fun innovation
3: on the Beers with the Brewers <laughs> podcast. That's what we're all we about
0: here it, at Landry we got to keep it University. spicy over pushing, here. <laughs>
3: pushing the limits of uh,
2: podcasting. And innovating. <clears throat> well, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm glad that we're all in agreement
3: here. We should keep this beer around. <laughs> Yeah, so what else is, What else do we have to talk about?
0: Well, do you want to talk about the beer um, label design? Sure. What inspired
3: the From Mosaic us, Tiles? Uh, well, what inspired the, the tiles was Meredith came up with the it's name true. Penny Round, and that inspired the <laughs> label. So, uh, yeah, so Penny Round is a, is a form of tile that usually features um, small... Circular tile. It's It's usually circular. It's a cousin uh, of the
0: hexagon tile.
3: Sometimes it's a different shape, but typically it's a circle and they're small. So, you know, it's like a bunch of pennies, basically. It comes in a variety of colors. You'll you'll see it a lot in... uh, in a bathroom or a kitchen mm-hmm. and, yeah they, they uh, first
0: graced those kitchen and bathroom floors I looked it up in the early 1900s but have recently had a resurgence in more contemporary homes but
3: yeah and you also, you also sometimes in an older building see a, like a penny round like entryway mm-hmm. mosaic um, that you know sometimes they'll spell out the name of the business or the name of the building or 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 something in the in the mosaic tile which is cool um I I used to walk by a few buildings in Cincinnati um, that would have those. But, yeah, it's just kind of a cool mosaic um, visual cue. And we just thought the name Penny Round Pilsner really flowed off the tongue nicely. And here we are.
2: You know, my mother, she tends to stay away. Shout out to Zoe Hafner. She uh, doesn't like hoppy beers because she says it feels like she's got a mouthful of pennies. And uh, (laughs) she wouldn't be wrong, but she would also be very wrong because it tastes nothing like pennies. Yeah, and the one sounds like your mom's been drinking old beer. It's <laughs> she needs to come down for a fresh pint.
0: I think the one thing Reset that a podcast, you know, an audio-based medium doesn't ever do justice is a lot of the artwork. Which, if you're listening to this, you should be able to look at the label art on this episode and see it. But Walt did a really cool job of t- essentially like creating a tall beer glass. Pilsner glass, sort of, yeah, Pilsner glass, out of um, sort of a mosaic of tiles that look like beer and there's a head on the beer and everything and i don't know, I just find the can itself really interesting and really if you know what a penny round or penny round reference is i feel like it ties in really nice but if you don't it doesn't hurt anything either but kudos i think it's a really cool when we talked about the name and the brand um but as soon as walt said this to me i was like well that's exactly right so kudos i think it's a really really cool one really sharp thank really you pays uh pays off with what's inside the can too so kudos to you too dan
2: uh, Dan, what uh, was the inspiration to brew this style of beer? Was, uh, knowing that we already have other Pilsners and stuff available, like, what was the inspiration to go with the recipe in this beer? Was there a certain hop or something you wanted to use or a certain flavor profile you were
1: going for? Uh, I think we've been sort of dancing around with, with other hoppy Pilsner styles. Uh, I think everyone really likes No-No when it comes around. Um, but wanted, uh, to try something with a, you know, a more West coast hop character. Um, me, uh, out there in podcast land, uh, had heard a couple of podcasts related to West Coast Pilsner and, um, sort of stole some concepts from that and, um, was initially, um, skeptical that this was actually like a West Coast Pils was a style, uh, and distinct from others, um. Which I don't know if it is. I, don't, I guess ultimately the consumer decides whether uh, you know whether something is worthy of being another style or not. But um, we, I, I we had actually done some um, pilot batches of pool party, uh, dry hopped, uh, but had never released them beyond the pilot scale. So I just thought it would be really cool to um, be able to do something like that on on a big scale. And here you go.
0: I do think it's interesting when you said like like a west coast pils it does hit like on the nose though because there's a there is that i think that's partly why i'm so drawn to this beer like i love a west coast ipa but i also love like a crisp snap with like a clean pilsner so like Mm -hmm. the fact that it is the best of both of those worlds like totally translates in my head i'm like i know exactly what you're talking about even though if you had described it to me i probably wouldn't But now tasting it, I definitely do. So whether it's a real thing, a made-up thing, a marketing term, a real style, whatever, I'm into it.
2: I echo that because I'm also a big West Coast uh, IPA fan. And then I think uh, in our internal Slack channel, I I messaged everybody that works at Landry that this is the new favorite beer. (laughs) And uh, it truly is. Uh, I really love this beer a whole lot.
3: Well, we're we're drinking it out of cans because we don't have it on tap, which usually is a good indication that everyone Mm -hmm. here really likes it a lot. if we run through um, kegs that quick. Uh, But yeah.
0: Yeah. If you see it out in your grocery store, pick it up now while you can, because we don't have any more coming off anytime soon.
3: No, but I mean, this beer seems to be, uh, you know, pretty well enjoyed by staff and customers. So I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, yeah, it's back. It makes a return. Certainly. It will certainly be back next year, but uh, if not, before that, we'll see. Mm-hmm. No.
1: Discussions have been had um, in terms of future iterations of either this beer or of something like it. So, future preview.
0: Ooh, sneak peek. <laughs> BTS.
1: Well, come down to the tap room. Grab it
2: while you can, while it's still available for you. Um, what, what else is happening in the tap room this week?
3: Oh, wow. Thanks for asking, Eric. <laughs> um, <laughs> gosh, you know, so much, as always. Um, don't you know, it is the return of soccer, soccer season. Can you believe it? Krumas. Hard to believe. It's back. Soccer's back. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast uh, the day it releases, which I'm sure that you are, um, this Saturday, the 25th of February, um, we're having a sort of, you know, a kickoff, so to speak, uh, for, for the crew's soccer season. Um, they're starting on the road this, this year. Uh, they're, and Massive is back. And not only is Massive back, but the following Friday, Glory is back. So come on down, get some Massive, watch the crew play at Philly against the Union at 7.30 this Saturday, the 25th, and then come on back the following weekend for the sort of the launch of the home season. So the crew are at home the following Saturday, um, and we're having sort of a massive weekend leading up to that home opener on the fourth, Glory comes out, Massive comes out. We've got new land grant crew themed merch available, um, some new shirts, uh, some koozies, some all kinds of fun stuff. So get down here uh, pregame for that home match, come down and watch the away match. And it goes without saying, um, throughout the whole season, we'll be showing all the away matches and all the home matches um, in the tap room. And then once it gets warm, we'll show those outside as well. So weather permitting outside, we'll have them on inside with audio. Uh, we're a great spot before your pregame um, for the home matches. We're a short walk to the stadium, an even shorter Uber ride, and, even, and, a, and a pretty quick scooter ride, if that's your thing. Uh, brewery uh, curling reservations and igloos are still going. We had some warm weather recently, but uh, it, it got cold again, so we're going to keep that going as long as we possibly can. Hopefully, run those through March um, up until March Madness. Uh, Probably take down some of the igloos for March Madness, but keep the curling going just as long as we possibly can. So, if it's something you want to try out, uh, get a reservation and uh, come down and curl. Uh, And then it'll be back next winter. Um, Euchre league rolls on. If you want, if you're a euchre player, come on down on Mondays. We have uh, competitive euchre play. Uh, Play starts at six. But Mark's usually here signing people up at five. It fills up, but we usually have one or two, maybe more slots uh, open each week. If you play, you are guaranteed a spot for the next week if you so wish. But we usually have some people that, uh, that don't uh, make it. So come on down, get your name on the list. Play Euchre with us. And Tuesday night is our pop culture trivia series. Our team play continues this winter, hosted by our good friend Travis Hoisher. Each week has a theme, and this week's theme is clickbait, celebrities and pop culture. Um, so if you've got a friend or you yourself are an expert in a celebrities. Human,
0: a human TMZ. Mm. Yeah.
3: You've got a pretty good chance of playing, and it's a tricky trivia. I played the other uh, week or two ago, and it was uh, basically sports and movies was the theme. And I thought I'd do pretty well, but it's hard. Travis, he Mm -hmm. comes up with some some clever questions, questions, and they're not as simple as you might think, um, which to me makes for a really good trivia game if it's not too easy. So um, come down. You can play by yourself. You can play with the team. Um, It's a lot of fun. Travis does a great job. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's our winter trivia.
0: Yeah. And we've also got, speaking of sort of the transition toward spring, um, I think we mentioned last week we have cornhole league that will be returning on Mondays. So if you are interested in participating, there's beginner, intermediate, and advanced like levels. So if you're uh, and there's definitions of all of those. What what makes a beginner versus what makes an advanced cornhole player? Um, go cornhole is who we work with. So you can go to gocornhole.com and navigate to their Columbus Market stuff and, and sign up. I believe it starts April 17th on Monday nights. So it's a good opportunity to get down here, get some fresh air with your friends and start getting kind of the scratching the itch that is waiting for beer garden season to take over as we pivot from winter garden life. So
2: speaking of celebrities, do you guys have any like celebrities that you have like season tickets to? Like if you've, Leo DiCaprio has a movie come out. You're going John I, no
0: matter what. Stamos.
2: That's your guy. Yesterday, John Stamos? today,
0: tomorrow, forever.
2: <laughs> is he still doing active oh, work? Sure is. What's the last thing John Stamos did? Actually,
0: he was in a Disney like a Disney Plus show like the Big Shot or so he was basically a bas- a women's basketball coach or like a girl's basketball coach.
1: Dan is shaking his head like he knows exactly
2: yeah. what you're talking Dan, about.
0: I think it's Big Shots. Is that what it's called?
1: Something like that. Only because my kids regularly uh-huh. just click through
3: Disney Plus. And then Meredith so. borrowed my
0: account so yeah, she could also like, watch. I think he was also <laughs>
1: going to say
2: John Stamos.
3: I don't have season tickets to this person but when I lived in New York I saw John Lithgow like five times mm. on the street. That's so now cool. I feel like I have a weird connection with John Lithgow. He's a good, he's a good actor. He's good in The Crown. Yeah, yeah.
0: What about you, Eric? I
3: don't know. I like Adam
2: Driver. I think everything oh. he does is good. Cool. I want to see some more Adam Driver stuff.
0: I've actually been seeing a lot of people. He, a lot of people know him from Girls, was sort of his first <laughs> introduction to things. I've been seeing a lot of people rewatching Girls. It's been something in my. TikTok for you page. I've been seeing a ton of people do, but it's interesting. Some of those shows that are like fun to go back on, when you've got these colder months and there's not as mm-hmm. much going on, little lull before March Madness starts. Got opportunity to go re-binge.
2: Well, those are our celebrity uh, spirit animals.
0: You didn't.
1: Anybody?
2: Oh, Dan didn't, Dan Oh, I'm sorry, Dan I Dan, Yeah, I wrote up. I just I assigned John a very, Stamos a very good to get answer. What about for Michael Caine? <laughs>
0: don't you gravitate towards Michael Caine? <laughs> um,
1: I don't know. I don't have a very good answer for that. It changes with what uh, whatever I'm uh, into at the at the moment. Fair enough. My my um, pops harassed me into um, watching Yellowstone, and I think I just recently caught up with the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Been thinking about the weird legacy of Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's good actor. He is. He is like some Kevin Costner. Really carved a very weird, <laughs> specific Americana type of legacy yeah. for himself. Waterworld, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Apart. Um Open range, underrated Western. I like that movie. There you go. See? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Had an answer, didn't know it. That's all right.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you just got to talk your way there, you know?
2: Any uh, parting thoughts, guys, on Taproom Events, Penny Round, no. or otherwise?
3: I don't think
0: so. No, it's Delish. It is Delish. And I'm proud of the alliterative name that... Landed. Yeah. Well, this
2: is how meta this podcast is. It was a word for word repeat of the last time. That's how crazy well <laughs> yeah. thought through this
3: all was. Yeah. What uh what are we talking about a, next week? Reading
0: a script. Oh, next week we are talking as you talked about all of the crew stuff coming up. Um It'll feature the black and gold double oh. header of both massive. Oh, look and at that. Glory. It's in
3: bold. I just skipped that line.
0: It's in bold. It was the, the setup to your <laughs> to your spiel, but that's I like all right. to just
3: jump around the paragraph.
0: Listen, I don't everything. ever want to suppress your creative f- freedoms, Walt
3: yeah well, yeah, okay, so there you go, can't wait,
0: I'm
1: all about suppressing walt's creative <laughs> freedoms
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah,
3: that's probably. Incredible. Well, if best. you want to
2: come down and suppress Walt uh, and his creative freedoms, yeah. uh, he's always hanging out
3: here in the tap room yeah, on Thursdays. Specifically Friday at 3 o'clock, yeah. you can come down and, and suppress us by heckling us while we record this podcast Also, in
0: the tap, also, in the tap room. Also, um, we didn't have a question from a listener this week, but keep in mind if you do ever have a question, whether it's about a specific beer, an event, hey, Joe. Uh, you want to know how to suppress Walt's creative freedoms, whatever it might be, you can shoot it over to us via email via carrier pigeon via dm we'll we'll uh, take Shout them into it advisement at us from the tap room yeah go up to Walt and introduce yourself he loves that
3: love it i love that <laughs> when people do that um, anyway yeah cool that's cool. the podcast guys anyway. come on
2: down tip your bartenders we'll see you next week
3: yeah we will out <laughs>